here's your host, Alex Garrett. And here we go. Another edition of the Sports Hour portion of Alex Garrett Podcasting. Uh, tonight, I, I've got some thoughts. And by the way, thanks again to Robbie Twibo for joining us on Adapting with Alex Garrett. You can find that under the Adapt- Adapting with Alex Garrett section. Finally, it was some nice Christmas weather, uh, right? We haven't had snow in December for a little while, so it was nice to have it not in January or February, but in December where it is Christmas time, and uh, that was great. But, and holiday season. Hanukkah's last night is tomorrow. But I was watching the Knicks last night, preseason, okay? And everybody seems to be always making a big deal now. Oh, did you see what Obi did? Did you see what, you know, the Knicks are doing in preseason? Do you see how Thibodeau's going? Do you see... That he wants a star after Giannis uh, signs that massive contract with the uh, Bucks, a Supermax contract for five years. So Bucks nailing down their big man. But here's the thing. The Knicks have always been on the back page of our local papers for the bad reasons. Meanwhile... Next, you know, next locker room over, the Rangers are killing it almost every night. Unfortunately, Lungfist is not going to be in goal for the Capitals after a heart condition now. So he's going to miss this year. And that who knows how that affects the rest of his career because he's getting older. But while the Knicks have been stumbling and mumbling and bumbling and fumbling, the Rangers have just kept being consistent. They are always in the playoffs, it feels like they are always competing. They always have good wins uh, night and night out. Yet that doesn't always make the back pages, I feel. Only when they made the Stanley Cup or when they win the Stanley Cup. Only when we are in the championship as a city, no matter what sport, no matter what team. But up until that point, it's always hyping up the mediocrity. And so I asked my local sports papers tonight, why are we hyping up the mediocrity? Do you know This town used to be feared. You used to be afraid if you were an opponent to step into Yankee Stadium because you knew it was going to be a raucous environment of Yankee fans, of winning, and of of a tradition unlike any other. Okay, maybe people weren't afraid to be at Shea Stadium sometimes, but the Mets had their glory too. 2015, 2006. Overall... It always felt like New York was the beast, the empire, someone called the evil empire. I'd say the empire because I don't think we're evil. (laughs) But now it's like we are just barely scratching the surface of a playoff race. We're barely scratching surfaces of glory here over the last dozens of years. Nets might give us hope now. I mean, the Nets do have a healthy Kevin Durant. They'll have a Kyrie that finally spoke to the media. But we don't have that glory streak like we used to. Teams literally are beating us. And instead of highlighting when a team beats a team in a very big situation, the back page always seems to be, oh, well, Danny Dimes got dinged or... Oh, the Jets are 0-13, or... Oh, man, could they lose their way to the top? I mean, why? 
I get the Jets, okay? I get Jet fans want to win or want to lose the rest of their games to maybe get Trevor Lawrence, who I'm sure would love to be a Jet. My friend Charlie Boldy said sent me a clip of that um, from the Dan Patrick show. But the bottom line is that this team, these teams have been mediocre. Yes, 100-win seasons are great under Aaron Boone, but then there's always the question of what's next. Yes, you want to get DJ LeMayhew. Then the question is what's next for this Yankees team. The Mets have Steve Cohen. He's showing us what's next by replacing Brody with this Porter. He's showing us what's next by signing a guy like James McCann. And hinting at getting Nolan Arenado and having interest in him. The Colorado stud. The Jets, they seem to think uh, fans and maybe management, I don't know. Seem to think what's next is a number one draft pick. The Knicks, what's next? I don't know. <laughs> the Rangers, yes, they're going to be lungfistless for the first time in years. But they'll have... Shesterkin and their other goalie uh, that was solid last year. They'll have Pat Quinn back as a solid coach who's growing into that role. So why aren't the papers saying anything about the good news that some of these teams are having? Now they do time and time again but they also go on streaks of only highlighting, on the front page especially, the mediocrity. And I think that's why we're in a mediocre sports town. Because our town now isn't the winning machine it used to be. Yeah, the Islanders made a great run in, uh, in the 2020 Stanley Cup Finals. Yes, the Nets did get to that step forward in the uh, bubbled NBA season, rest of season, resumption, I guess you'd say. But they were they were they were leaving their fans with, well, what's next? What's next? Can the Isles actually get past a conference round and get into the Stanley Cup? That's what Islander fans are thinking right now. As the schedules are being released and as the plans are being made to have a hockey season. So to the local papers, the, the New York Post and the New York Daily News. I implore you to highlight the wins a little more. Because by you giving us the negative morale of all these teams, you've made us feel negative about our teams. By showing us the low morale of some of the situations uh, in our organi- in our team's organizations, you've made us less confident in our teams. Do you know I I you could strike up conversation with anybody after a Yankee game years ago. You could strike it. You could walk around the city and hear conversation about sports. You don't hear that anymore. 
We're all investing in our phone too, but you know what else I think it is? I think it's the fact that our papers are reporting on these teams in such a way that's so negative, it impairs our ability to actually enjoy the team. Like, yes, on the field play, you cannot dispute. But I think we've gotten that on the field play because our fan bases are totally upset year in and year out because of how it's being portrayed to us. Let's face it, we're all on the go. So one way to react is to see how the sports, how the Post and the Daily News have covered it. How Bleacher Report, how The Athletic is reporting these stories. Instead of truly giving us a breakdown of every game, they just say, hey, here's what was wrong with today, or here's a, a highlight. But mostly we hear, here's a clash between Joe Judge and Columbo. They got into a fistfight, which wasn't even true. Oh, Greg Williams and Adam Gates got into a fight. Well, if that was the case months, weeks ago, why wasn't he fired before doing a, a rush on a Hail Mary? If any of these reported incidents were true cases, why weren't they dealt with? So maybe they're not true cases of turmoil. That's just to drum up some spicy gossip and to really get us to think of, wow, look how disorganized our team is. And now because we're feeling our teams are disorganized, our own internal selves are like, hmm, is it worth even rooting for the team? We're New York City. We should be confident in our teams. We should have a media that promotes confidence in our teams. Yes, give us the straight facts on some issues, but don't create these fake narratives that are causing us to lose confidence every game and every week and every day. I don't want to hear your opinion. I want to know, as a writer, what did you scoop out that Brian Cashman is saying about the Yankees? Not your thoughts about what he's saying, but do journalistic integrity about what he's saying. But the problem is everything is opinionated now. And because our sports section has become as opinionated as the op-ed section, we are forced to feel less confident. And that is a total disservice to our fan bases across the city. I love sports. I love that this is a sports town. We have, well, let me count. Two football. Two basketball. Three hockey. Uh, what am I missing? Oh, and of course, two baseball. And in every one of those teams, there's been a dissatisfaction sowed in them because the only thing we see on the cover of our news, unless they really have a winning season, is the negativity. Instead of reporting how bad it was, how good it was, JT left the Islanders. Weird, oh, what are the Islanders going to do now? They just lost to Varys. Well, look how good that turned out to be. It seemed like his the culture there with him may not have been as good as we thought it was. Because then they went out and re-signed Anders Lee, and Lee helped them to a point streak that we had never seen in franchise history. With the Rangers, oh, how are they going to overcome losing... This this um, 
Callahan and this McDonough and Dubinsky and others. Well, they still were in contention in the bubble last year. But you wouldn't know that because the papers were so focused on the negativity of even how MLB flopped at the thing. I mean, see what I mean? They could have focused on how the Rangers did make contention more, but they worried about how flip-floppy, and then they worried about what Brody said about the 9-11 thing. I mean, there were so many other good sports stories than what Brody had to say about the 9-11 tribute, as bad as that was to catch on hot mic. There was still good news happening besides that, oh, we're going to go on the field and get off the field commentary. By telling us these things of the, the pointlessness, you've kind of made sports pointless in New York right now. What I mean by that is you made fans believe that it's pointless to root because we know something bad's going to happen. Whereas every week, every week in the NFL, every week in the MLB, every day in the MLB, I always felt, maybe just me, that there was a hope and optimism. But now it's literally become a, a laughing joke, the Jets. This is a National Football League team. And you could say, yes, ownership has made them a laughing stock, or the way Gase has done it, and why'd they get Gase? But you still got to have hope. You still got to instill hope for the fans. Because, look, I, I think across the board, we're all divided, and, and, and we're seeing the governor and the mayor divided. We're seeing pro-Trumpers and pro-be uh, uh, victimized or whatever. We, we see pro-business people be etched out by those who think lockdowns are great. Sports will always keep us together. But now because the confidence has been eroded in our sports teams thanks to the cover of the New York Post and Daily News, we don't even have confidence in that. And that's a shame. Because I, I want to be in a winning city. I know New York as a winning city. I know nothing less about New York. And I think our papers can start acting like, yes, we can have winning stories to publish. We can look at the positives aside from a down night by the Knicks. But the Rangers had a great night against the Devils or something. But the downness gets highlighted every night in like November and December and January until people realize that the Rangers and Islanders are in the playoff race. The Jets and Giants get the coverage even into summer camp, training camp, until people realize, hey, the Yankees and Mets are in a playoff run. But why didn't you cover that playoff run as distinctively as you could have? Why did you have to go to the negative? Why did you have to go to the negative? All right, I'm Alex Garrett. Alex G in NYC.net. Alex G in NYC.net. I might make this a blog because I'm very passionate about our sports teams and how the Daily News and New York Post cover it. And I, I feel like they could do better. And I feel like our teams could be in disarray, but maybe not as much a disarray as the media would like you to think. Chew on that. Think on that. Stay safe. As the snow is here, it's kind of uh, on the ground, I should say. 
And until then, I'm Alex Garrett. We'll talk to you soon.